Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to episode 249 of the Get Around Podcast. Uh, been off for a couple of weeks, or at least one week, uh, while I took some time away from work. Uh, but I am back, and we are here for, as I said, episode 249 of the Get Around Podcast. I'm your host, Brennan Queeley. Joining me, as always, James Cook and Jordan Puente, as we are all dealing with the madness that is the spring sports season. The Get Around Podcast is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations here in the city of Traverse City. They make subs that are freaky fresh, and they do it freaky fast because they're Jimmy John's. Freak, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of madness, we still haven't done this, and I haven't gotten to it, and I haven't put up the poll yet, so I am going to put it up today, uh, and we will finally crown a champion for March Logo Madness, our final three teams, uh, who I can't remember. I think Glen Lake, Traverse City Central, and Ooh. who was the other one? I'll take a look. Was it Calcasca? I think I... Was it Cal- no, I, I thought Calcasca lost. So did uh, I. Because I, I think I was like, all three of the losers should have been the winners. Uh, so let's let me go back to that real quick. March logo madness matchups. Yeah, the ones. So yeah, it looks like it was Central, Glen Lake, and Kingsley. I believe I believe those were the winners. I'll have to go back and double check. But I'll put that poll up tonight. Since it's Monday, I'll put it up tonight, and we'll we'll have a I don't know, three four days of voting, and then we'll uh, we'll announce our champion next week. Uh, some personal things happened in my life that uh, took me away from the job and took me away from uh, my responsibilities, uh, but uh, I do want to crown a champion for that. And uh, even though by the time we do, it'll be almost May, that's okay. Uh, it's still March Logo Madness uh, for for now. So we'll uh, we'll have that up uh, later tonight, which we'll have by the time you're listening to this will be uh, maybe tomorrow yeah. or yes, I mean uh, yesterday, whatever. Uh, they get um, it. They get it. Okay. So uh, question of the week: Would you rather to to get the conversation moving a little bit here uh, on episode 249 of the Get Around podcast? Uh, this is kind of a combination. I'm stealing both of these from. Uh, Instagram reels or TikTok or whatever it is. Ooh. So uh, there's a guy on, on TikTok um, who is currently trying to break the world record for most consecutive half-court shots made. That is stands at eight. This same guy uh, had a would-you-rather question with his podcast partner. If given a month to bowl a perfect game, uh, for a hundred million dollars, would you rather do that, or would you take a million dollars right now? So I've decided instead of stealing their question, I'm just combining the two of them. So, would you rather have a month to break the world record for most consecutive half-court shots made of eight, which means you'd have to make nine in a row, for a hundred million dollars, or would you rather just take a million dollars right now? Million dollars. Take the million, dude. Are you kidding me? Hell Give yeah. me the million. Absolutely. <laughs> Give okay. me the million. Freak ass, bro. I was like getting close to the microphone <laughs> before you were sentences into that question. I was ready. I saw. I didn't even I, have to think about that. I sent that to my yeah. buddy too. My buddy's like, "Give me the million." I'm like, "Exactly, exactly." Yeah, give me the million right now. Give me the million right now, and I'm and I'm, I'm happy. It's odd. So when when they did their question. 
their question was, uh, so we'll go for we'll, we'll steal their question too. Um, you've got a month to bowl a perfect game for a hundred million dollars, or you get a million dollars right now. I million bowling. I feel like the cat and the microphone meme. You know the wood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at bowling. A different way, a different way, but but yes, a million dollars for sure. It's it, they, they both they both went for the give me a month to bowl the perfect game for a hundred million. I, I feel so like the, I feel like the perfect game would be more doable than nine consecutive half court shots. Yes. I, I agree with you, but the other thing but, is, I'm I'm a bowler, um, and I just think about trying to to bowl like so much. Do do you get to do you have like the question is like do you have to would you have to finish your game like say you start a game and you start without a strike do you just do you does that game go away and then you just start again start or again. do you have to finish do you have to finish every game that you start. Because if you have to finish every game that you start, your arm is going to fall off. It's dead. It's a long. So, nah. But I'm also, I'm also, I'm pretty cash poor uh, at the moment, and by cash poor, I mean also like I don't have any like liquid or solid assets either. So I'm like all poor. Um, cash. And and so yeah, give me give me the million dollars. Um, I want it tax free too. And no and, taxes. There we go. I was. And then you can also use a million dollars to help train yourself to win a perfect game. <laughs> there, there you, you go. go. There you go. <laughs> when it, the next time that it comes up, yep. All right, so I'm, I'm I'm curious to know what our listeners think um, Man, uh, about this. Feel free to feel free to comment on the uh, the link to this on our uh, Facebook and Twitter. Let us know what you think. Would you uh, Would you go for the perfect game or or nine half court shots for a hundred million dollars? Which is life changing, obviously. Both are. Uh, I mean, a hundred million dollars is like generational wealth, right? So I feel like that. For it's, a lot it's of people, that's a lot of people. For a lot of people. So the million dollars, like that, that's that's good for your life. Um, Regardless, yeah, with, you're, with you're how set expensive. unless you're really bad with money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or you get scammed, and and, and try not to be. So, all right, well, we'll uh, I'll throw out some of these would you rather's uh, at the start of the show uh, from now on. They they, they seem like uh, since we'll be done with that, I know we're going to get back into the area code game. I think at episode two fifty two, I think that'll be when we bring back the area code game. Uh, we're at two fifty next show. That's a milestone we are, right there. We are That's at a milestone. Two fifty next show. So uh, let let's uh, let's move on from that fantasy of. Uh, <laughs> Of getting a million dollars for absolutely no reason at all. No reason at all. Um, which which is great because there's <laughs> nothing better. The only thing uh, better than money earned is money unearned. Um, yep. Because if I could just get a million yeah. without doing anything, I'll that'd take a million dollars for not believing in myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Let's uh, let, let's move on into the pulse and uh, guys. I'm going to be leaning on you for this one since uh, since I was off last week. But uh, just um, we're we're still early into the spring sports season. Things are are moving along. Uh, and who has impressed you uh, so far this uh, this sports season? Are, are there any standouts uh, from from where you've been, James? I, I know you were. 
And this is kind of like a, a preview to our, our Athlete of the Week nominations that we'll have a little bit later on. But are there teams that have impressed? Uh, are there specific athletes that have impressed? Um, and, and anything that's um, kind of stood out and has been noticeable uh, or, or notable uh, through the first uh, week, week and a half of the season? Yeah, I think you know a lot of the teams. I think that we kind of focused on in, in the uh, the spring season preview that we did have have backed up what was said about them. Um, you know, so we have a lot of good teams. You know, the Gaylord softball team, you know, TC West softball, Central and West baseball, Oak Rapids soccer. A lot of those, a lot of those teams that we touched on. Um, and West uh, West softball, I think, has has stood out because you know they had a. a an off season last year and this year they have kind of really roared back they've got an infusion of young talent with uh with a good amount of veteran talent coming back from last season and you know they've added players like piper cavanaugh who has just been a godsend for them at pitcher uh freshman who's highly ranked recruit nationally and uh autumn mcsabi has been a nice bat to add to them too and I love the fact that her nickname is Tank. Like she doesn't like being called Autumn. Apparently, she wants people to call her Tank. Hmm. Autumn has to be the most common Northern Michigan softball player name. Um, <laughs> especially be last, I, I, because I don't know. I, I haven't seen too many of the rosters this year, but last year there, I there were like seven or eight Autumns. Um, all spelled the same. That, yeah, like the like the season. Wow. Uh, there were there were two or there were two or three on one team. There was Autumn Geary, um, and uh, Autumn Geary. There was Aaliyah Geary, and then there was another Autumn on that team too. And I can't remember who it was, but Autumn that was Wellington. Yeah, right. So if you want to be a softball player in Northern Michigan, or if you want your daughter to be a softball player in Northern Michigan. Name or Autumn. That seems to be. That seems to be. Sorry, sorry for the digression, but I you, you brought up the name Autumn, and I mm-hmm. went, oh my god! I remember having to try to figure out what Autumn was which while putting together all the scores uh, last softball season. So, Jordan, um, any anyone? Yeah, uh, East Jordan has, for you. Yeah, East Jordan baseball has not lost yet. They're still winning. I don't know how they were last season for you guys. but They were uh, good. They were good. They're continuing it. They're still on that stride. Uh, Gaylord Baseball as well has picked up. They've been doing well. D.C. West track and field, though, um, they've been placing top three finishes in almost every, in every event they've been in. So, D.C. West track and field has been doing some work. We have a, it's, uh, it's a lot of good stuff happening. How's my boy Wally Tupper the third doing? Who's got one of like if we if we're ever gonna do the, uh, he's the name been, draft? He's been winning. He's yeah, been I'm, winning. I'm, he, he's a he's a top pick for me because I love the name Wally. The last name is Tupper. That's a great name. And then he's name. not a Jew. He's a third. A so there are at least there, there's there's two Walter Tuppers ahead of him, and that I love that name. Good Such a good name. name. So my contributions so far have only been about uh, names, observations about names. So guys, good, I'm though. killing it. I've always thought the same it, thing, though. Uh, on my on my first day back, I'm killing it. <laughs> I've always thought the same so. thing. Well, yeah. All right. Maybe next week we'll do the the name draft. <laughs> <laughs> we 
we we do that's the thing like that, that we need to know weeks in advance because that's going to take like some that's going to take some research and i've already kind of uh, uh given away uh, one of my picks for sure so pretty much this isn't competitive uh, so i cannot take wally tupper that's a great name. this isn't competitive com- please great name. I, I think i got i think i got pretty upset with jordan when he was about to take Derek rose in oh the man last that draft. was a great moment that was a great moment on this podcast that was a great moment <laughs> so but uh yeah uh, the west squad has been doing good um gaylord baseball has been doing good all like James alluded to, everything that we've said about the end of spring preview, everyone has lived up to it. Um, Elk Rapids soccer, they've been winning. Central soccer has been winning, so it's been Grayling it's been good. Softball. Grayling Grayling softball, softball, I think, is a, a team, an ascendant team. So yeah, we got some, we got some good stuff. Good stuff. That's the that's the tough part about the spring sports season is that you know with as much sports as we have and with as many athletes that are competing there are so many successes. Like you look at track and field, there's, I mean, there's so many athletes competing, uh, in that. And so many, uh, succeeding baseball and soft, uh, the same soccer lacrosse. I mean, this is, this is that time of the year where it's cramming 10 pounds of sports into a five pound bag. Benji. uh... And, Hunter Jones has continued to be winning, so that's another thing that we can add on that one. He just keeps winning and winning. Least shocking thing ever. <laughs> Is that a, hey, I had a thought out there. You ask. No, that's true. <laughs> it's true, though. He's been, he's been winning. <laughs> on Saturday, he's just won every single one. All right. Um, anything else that you guys want to get to, or shall we get into our our second draft uh, of the uh, of the year, uh, the Goats Draft, which oh, will be God. drafting the greatest of all time? Let's get to the draft. I'm ready. I had to ask my buddy about this, so we'll get to go. All right. Well, cool. Then let's uh, let's move on from the pulse. We'll get into Draft Central uh, this week. We are doing ten rounds, snake draft style. Uh, and we we're calling it the goat draft. Goat, um, which means you can draft a goat if you want, uh, but you can also draft the greatest of all times, and you can create your own category, which is the best part about this. So you can be, you can go with you know the the tried and true standards of greatest hockey player of all time, which will obviously be Wayne Gretzky, but you could also go with the mm. greatest American-born hockey player. Wait, you don't think the greatest? I do. I just wanted. I just wanted to increase. I just wanted to stir up the pot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Ovechkin, Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Sid the Kid, Sidney Crosby, man. Anyways, continue. Yeah, proceed. Just, proceed. <laughs> it, like again, Wayne Gretzky, had he not scored a goal in his entire career, would still be the all-time leader for points. That's true. In the NHL, that, that point's true. So that point's true. Uh, off off assists alone. That's how good he was, which is the craziest stat to me in, in the history of sports. Um, oh, so yeah, you can go with those, but you can go with uh, some other categories. Uh, I, I brought up uh, the greatest, uh, the goat trash talker uh, of all time, and, and really, you could do moments, you can do uniforms, you could do whatever you want, as long as it has a little relation to sports. <laughs> that's fine. That's uh, James has already turned his computer away from Jordan, so Jordan can't see it. 
I have nothing right now. Well, I feel like we're all on completely different spectrums right now. I know we're all on completely different spectrums right now on on everything. So this should be good. So, all right. Yeah, if this comes down to a lot of improv, I think that's fine, too. I'm excited Uh, for this, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll try to do 10 rounds. If we don't get to 10 rounds, that's fine. But we'll do the the snake draft style. I'm going to do a number generator right now. And um, we'll go with uh, we'll we'll give me the number first. So we'll do that. I am going third. Uh, James will go next. You're going first, James. Uh, so Jordan, you're going second. Oh, okay. So all right. So here we are. The goat draft, the greatest of all time draft when it comes to sports. And James, my friend, you are now on the clock. Oh, well, this one, I mean, the first pick, I think, is kind of easy. Okay. They, they kind of came up with the term goat. I think the first person I ever heard it referred to, the person that was referred to as the goat, was Tom Brady. Yes, I will agree with you. I so, think that's that. really when it I think started. He's the, he's the goat father. So. The goat father. I love it. Goat father. I like that. So, I'll have to go with Tom Brady. That's a good call. All right. Very nice. Uh, Jordan, you got a pick. So we're talking moments, talking moments. So this would, I would, I'm blessed to be alive to see this. It was probably one of the greatest, coolest moment in basketball is when uh, LeBron James helped his Cleveland Cavaliers come back from 3-1 to one in the NBA Finals to win it. That has to be one of the greatest moments that I, one of the greatest moments in basketball. You don't feel that uh, the Red Sox coming down? Or coming back down 3-0 to the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. But in this the will ALCS. Be, it, yeah, I mean, I thought about that one too. But this was like, I mean, this is a championship. I mean, NBA Finals, everyone thought Bond was true. done. Everyone was like, Bond's career. Like, if he loses this, like, what's going to happen with his career? Fast forward later, that was still, they still talk about it to this day. Like, they were talking about it yesterday when they were playing the Laker game. So, they're always going to be talking about that. All right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go food. Ooh, okay. I want to go to the greatest ballpark food of all time, um, and maybe this is just because I'm hungry, and that's why I'm going with it as, my, as too, my first so. pick. You're good. Um, but for me, the greatest ballpark food of all time, and, and this is because it's probably on one of my favorite lists, or, or like my top lists of uh, favorite smells of all time, uh, is walking into Comiskey Park in Chicago and smelling all the food that is cooking, including the grilled onions that go on an all-beef Vienna hot dog. So for me, the greatest ballpark food of all time is the all-beef Vienna hot dog with onions, mustard, and this is going to hurt some people in Chicago, but give me ketchup on there too, and probably some sweet relish. So for me, greatest ballpark food of all time, the all-beef uh, Vienna hot dog. I'm hungry. And then I've got one more pick. Um, and then I am going to go with uh, the greatest fictional athlete of all time. Ooh. So, and I'm going with the guy uh, who is, uh, the, he holds the record as being the only hockey player to ever take off his skate and try to stab someone with it, uh, who then turned into an incredible golfer. Uh, who had at least one hole-in-one on a par four, and that would be Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, let's go. 
So those are my two picks. Uh, greatest ballpark food of all time, the all-beef Vienna hot dog, and the greatest fictional athlete of all time, Happy Gilmore. I love that. Uh, Jordan. Jordan, back no, to James. you. No, it's, oh, it is back to me. Oh, yeah. It's you. Yeah. Boy. Oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> so I'm going back to Lakerland because, I mean, you can ring the bell because I, I mentioned Lakers, I guess. And you have a Lakers jersey on. Because we won yesterday. Let's go. Uh, so this ought to be... I know a lot, like, hardly any Laker fans around here, but if there is, you can argue with me on this one. There's got to be one of the greatest Laker moments of all time when Derek Fisher took his point, Mr. Point Four against the San Antonio Spurs. I was in third grade watching that. Um, I didn't know you could shoot a shot in point four seconds and make it and win the game that way. Um, so it would be Derek Fisher, Mr. Point Four, shot, three point shot to win the game to help the Lakers. Um, extend the series against the San Antonio Spurs in the playoffs. That would be mine. Very nice. All right. James, you got two picks. Okay, I'm going to go um, with, uh, I, I, I thought when you said fictional characters, you were going to go with this one, but I guess it's not completely fictional. I'm going to go with the greatest wrestler of all time, but, but it's fictional wrestling, in Ric Flair. Yes, go. Very nice. Okay, Very nice. There are, there, are some, there are some discussions to be had. I'm sure if uh, our good friend Harrison BB, sports director over at 7 and 4, was on here, he would be, uh, he'd be having a... Probably all of it. Con- yeah, he'd be having smoke. a connection fit uh, at, at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, Flair is a great choice. He's, he's a Mount Rushmore, uh, no doubt about it. And I think he's won I think he's the, one... the world championship 16 times. Yeah, and he's the one guy so, that I think... If you're not a fan of wrestling or never really watched wrestling, you know who Ric Flair is. You know, oh, yeah. You know who The Rock is. Yep. And maybe you know John right. Cena. Yep. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Has got to be up there. Yeah. Stone Cold. Stone you know, Cold, Steve uh, Austin. Lots of, lots of greats. But I, I, I like that. I like, uh, I, I enjoy that, uh, that pick right there. And you've got one more. Okay. I'm going to go. This is going to be a, uh, not that he's necessarily the greatest in his sport, but the greatest, the greatest knockout fighter. Ooh. In boxing. Ooh. Ooh. Gotta be. Gotta be who Mike, I think it is. Mike Tyson. There we go. I was going to say. I was going to say. Back to back drafts, I'm taking Mike Tyson because I took his tiger in the tiger draft. <laughs> <laughs> Seems appropriate. Seems appropriate. Oh, that's my. Man, you had me. You had us there for he, a second. He, he, he would have been up there um, uh, in, in one of the categories that I'm, I'll, I'll probably be taking in my next one, but uh, I won't spoil that. Uh, all right, Jordan, you got one pick here. All right. I'm going to switch it to college football. Um, this is who I believe. Obviously, there are so many other athletes that you could have selected. But honestly, the greatest college football athlete to step on the field, play for the University of Southern California, got his Heisman taken away from him. I'm giving it to Reggie Bush, one of the greatest college football athletes to lose his Heisman. That's a hell of a consolation prize. Gets his Heisman taken away, but is drafted by Jordan Puente uh, at the Traverse City Record Eagle. Uh, you should tweet him. Let him know. I will. I, will. I, I still have his jersey when I was a kid, by the way. Yeah. And what he did would be completely legal now. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He's so trying to get it back. back to him. He's trying to get it back, back. Yeah. So where's your bush? All right. I am going, uh, this is a combo pick for me. So this is great, the greatest bowler slash trash talker of all time. Oh, and I'm going to... I am? 
I'm going with PDW, Pete Weber, who was so entertaining to watch uh, when, I mean, I used to watch bowling every single week. Um, and, and he was at the time when, when bowling was, was pretty popular. Uh, Pete Weber was the, the bad boy rock star. Uh, and of course, we all know he had that moment uh, where he yelled, who do you think, do you think I, I am? am? You are. And so I did a little research, and it turns out that he directed that at a 12-year-old boy who was in the audience who had been heckling him the whole series. And uh, he revealed that in an he revealed that in an interview. So the fact that one he was going by PDW, which was a um, uh, a play on uh, professional wrestler Rob Van Dam, who used to go RVD, and he'd go PDW. So, you know, I, I love that. Um, and then the fact that yeah, he was trash talking some twelve year old kid uh, after he threw a strike and basically lost his mind. So uh, I'm going to take Pete Weber. Uh, with that one and then um i'm gonna for the greatest controversial athlete of all time this has a lot mike tyson could certainly be up there pete rose could be uh in there as well Uh, but i'm going with a guy who i felt was a hall of famer before he started taking steroids and hgh and everything else uh probably the greatest five tool player of all time in his heyday and that is going to be Barry Bonds. Okay, I was thinking. Uh, I, I, he's the all-time home run leader uh, with an asterisk or without, depending on how you feel about it, because he, he wasn't the only guy doing steroids at that time. Exactly. Um, so uh, the great for me, the greatest controversial athlete of all time has to be Barry Bonds, because when you bring up his name, people have opinions. Um, but I, I like him. Uh, I, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I sh- he should definitely be in Cooperstown. Uh, but that's just uh, that's just my opinion. So those are my two picks. Um, two two people that probably um, get a lot of a lot of hate: Pete Weber and Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. Oh, that is hilarious. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with. Honestly, I had a whole list of things, but the whole trash talking thing, I have to go with. Plus, I I wish I was alive to see this, but. Personally, uh, the greatest trash talker I would have to give it to. You may be able to refute this, both of you could. Dennis Rodman, just for the stuff he does, says on the court, the type of person he is. Oh my goodness. That's, there's a reason why I have his jersey. Just because, man, you don't want to mess with him. So, go on, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, and I mean, he would be in there with the greatest controversial athletes of all time with everything that he did, kicking the cameraman. Uh, I mean, he was was constantly... uh, I can't imagine what Dennis Rodman would be like now in the the age of Twitter and social media. Like, he'd be getting suspended every day. I mean, they're making a movie out of... Anyways, yeah. They're they're making a movie out of his little situation that he had, but I'm excited. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he ended up... What, he he befriended the uh, Kim Jong-un or Kim Jong-il, one of those? Yeah. He's he's a character. He's something else. What a a wild person. Okay. So so I just want to say our last three picks have been Pete Weber, Barry Bonds, and Dennis Rodman. Okay. 
right. All right, uh, James, what uh, what bad person are you going to pick for your favorite? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe do I have to change mine now? Oh, no. No, you don't. You don't. No, I, you I don't. was thinking, do I have to find a bad person on my list? No, you of don't. players that I had. But, <laughs> no, uh, uh, Well, okay, so this one's bad tangent, tangential. I'm going to go with the 2004 Pistons. Oh. Beating the bejesus out of the Los Angeles Lakers. Only because I'm finals. sitting here. <laughs> Only because I'm sitting here. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that was just I could take most, it. Uh, it was maybe one of the most unexpected, I think, nationally. Yeah, it was. Results in an, in an NBA Finals because everybody expected the Lakers to roll in that series. We had a we had a whole super. We had Gary Payton. We dropped, got Gary Payton before he retired. We had Devin George, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, Rick yeah. Fox. Was that the team that they had Carl Malone on? Carl Malone was on that team. Yeah. We had a squad. I was in third, third or fourth grade when that. I vividly remember watching that series. And this was the bad boy Pistons, but no, there's no. the bad tangent. This is Chauncey Billups, Richard Hamilton's Pistons. Yeah, Ben Wallace. Ben mm-hmm. Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. Oh my God, that was Tayshawn Prince. That and Darko coming off the bench. Yeah. Man, yeah, was that, supposed, that was that O four squad should have won several several championships. I don't know what happened. <clears throat> yeah, that was a. Yeah, that's true. You had one more than one. All right, James, you got one more pick. Okay, I'm going to go with um, uh, one of my favorite college basketball moments. Ooh. Like, just not, not like a season or like a championship game or anything like that. And this was in, I'm trying to think of the year. It was a way back. So this would have been like 19, in the 90s? I'm trying to think of what exact year it was. No, actually 1980s, I think it was. When the uh, the whole backboard, when he shattered the backboard, Jerome Lane shattered the backboard, oh, yeah. and then Bill Raftery's famous send it in Jerome oh, after, yes. the, after yeah. the dunk, when the as as the glass is oh, just yeah. shattering on the floor and everything, yeah. and that was on live TV, yeah, and that was right. like his reaction to that was just so great and so priceless, <laughs> and it just became one of those iconic calls to any sports thing i love that i i love i mean that's like a great combo pick because the moment itself and then the call that is that is a great great pick right there all right uh jordan you've got a pick and then yeah. two to me yeah um i gotta go i mean we're talking calls talking games um i gotta go with the kick six the call on the kick six kick six is uh arbin no alabama punted it this is when alabama was ranked Auburn beat Alabama in Auburn. Yeah. The kick six call. Um, I remember watching that live. I, I couldn't believe it. And the, whoever was calling that, I have the name here, Rod Bramblett, the Auburn broadcaster. You look it up on YouTube, and his ex- you can feel his excitement while the punt return is running it in for a touchdown. That whole everything that is involved will carry it up to it. Basically knocked off Alabama from even reaching in to the national championship. Everything surrounding that whole game, that was, I still remember that to this day. So, yeah, I'm going with that. The the whole game, great call. I'll, great I'm call. gonna, I'll be, I'll be quick with these two picks because I'm gonna take. Um, I'm going by the, the definition of of goat for two sports. Oh boy! Uh, give me the greatest basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan. There we go. Give me the greatest hockey player of all time, Wayne Gretzky. 
I am taking those two off the board uh, just because I don't have any like true goats on my team. Like I've got a hot dog and happy Gilmore. <laughs> um, so I'm going to, I'm going to take two legitimate goats uh, in Michael Jordan of the Chicago Bulls and, uh, and Wayne Gretzky of the, well, he played for, for several teams. Um, but uh, LA Edmonton, I know that. So give me the, give me, uh, give me those two and send it back to you, Jordan. I, um, yeah, so I am going to have to, man, I had an, I had a pick, but then I totally just, oh, honestly, this was electrifying, like one of the most electrifying moments was being able to, before all the incidents happened, before everything else happened, when Michael Vick was on the Atlanta Falcons, I think my whole childhood playing him in a video game, you were automatically winning. If you had Michael Michael Vick playing in a video game, he is one of the greatest video game athlete to have. If you had that game back in the day, and you had the Falcons, you were probably winning every every chance you had. So, greatest video like game that. player, Michael Vick. I like that. That is a, that's a very that's a creative pick. Yeah, I like that. I and plus, the the video game Michael Vick uh, didn't uh, torture and kill nope. um, a bunch of dogs nope. in a uh, tri-state. Uh, yep. I try to be careful. Oh, yeah. So, I, I'll give you a pass on that. Thank you. Video game Michael Vick. Because taking the person Michael Vick, no. uh, I don't game. think I would have, I, that, I wouldn't have allowed that. So. Video game. Uh, and then you've got, you've got one more. Or no, James, you've got two. Yeah, yeah. He, he, Jordan gets the sandwich pick. Man. Now that gives you time to think in between. Oh, that's true, that's true. Like, we've got to be on the, on the hook for two in a row. That's true. Um, I'm going to go back to 1982. Here we go. Cal versus Stanford. Oh. The band is on the field. The band's on the field. The band is wow. on the field. It's a great pick. It's a great pick. As like one of the most memorable college football and then that, things. I mean, I don't know what that, that French horn player or that tuba player <laughs> getting just, just getting or, blitzed. Yeah, getting blitzed. absolutely trucked. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All right, fantastic, great pick. So the band is on the field. I mean, then I'm going to go back to, uh, I'm going to go back to boxing, Ooh. and just take, take the goat for boxing, which is Muhammad Ali. There we go. Um, All right. I don't know if you've ever seen that one video of him, and it's like a, I don't know, like a ten or fifteen second clip where he's backed and he he's allowed himself to be backed into the corner, and I can't even remember who he's fighting, and the guy throws about the guy throws about twelve punches at him, and he just ducks and. And bobs and weaves out of every one of them, and then just counter punches with and nails them. Yeah, it's like it's like he had lived that moment a thousand times before, mm-hmm. and knew exactly what that guy was going to do. It's one of the most incredible, like, quick clips of him just showing his reaction time. So, awesome, awesome pick. <clears throat> um. I love announcers. I love NBA announcers, college football announcers. I could have picked Jim Nance. I could have done anyone. But honestly, the greatest NBA announcer that is still, I enjoy his calls, Mike Brain. Whenever Steph Curry lays up a three, when he says bang, it's, it gives me, it, it's, it's such a nice feeling. So nice to hear him call games, man. So going Mike Brain is one of the greatest announcers of all time. At least in my generation, so. Well, that's that's interesting because um, I, uh, for my two picks, I was I'm going 
I'm going uh, to the south side of Chicago. Uh, and one of those is going to be the greatest home run call of all time. Uh, and that is Hawk Harrelson every time saying, you can put it on the board, yes. Uh, that one has transcended um, all uh, of, of baseball. That one is, is used. Um, as is He Gone. I, I don't know if you guys know, but Hawk Harrelson was the first one to go come up with He Gone uh, on, on a strikeout. And uh, so, but give me for the greatest uh, home run call of all time, uh, give me Hawk Harrelson's. You can put it on the board. Yes. And then for the greatest World Series champion, uh, give me the 2005 Chicago White Sox, who went 11 and one, only the second team to go 11 and one, along with the 1927 Murderers Row Yankees. Uh, they also had four complete games, four back-to-back complete games in the ALCS uh, to win the National League pennant. Uh, they started uh, with a one-nothing win over Boston in the in their first game, and then had a one-nothing win in the championship game. Uh, they also had what at the time was the longest uh, uh, World Series game. I believe it went 14 innings with Jeff Blum hitting a uh, home run. Jeff Blum was a uh, mid-season pickup at the trade deadline. Uh, Mark Burley is uh, one of the few pitchers to have both a starting a win as a starting pitcher and then a save in the World Series uh, and. Uh, Without a doubt, for me, it was uh, one of the more, more dominating runs by a team uh, in the postseason. So that was against the Marlins, me... right? That was against Miami. Nope, that was against Houston. That was against. No, that no, was no, against in the World Series. In the World Series, that was against Houston. That's when Houston was in the National League. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're so right. that that was that. that was they Roger... beat Ro- they, they they swept Roger Clemens, Clemens. Andy Pettit, Roy Roy, Roy Oswalt, yeah. and Brandon Backey. Yeah, oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. So, no one, no one talks about that 2005 team, but I'm talking about that <laughs> team right now. So for me, uh, that's the greatest World Series champion of all time. So, Jordan, back to you. Appreciate you, man. Um, I already gave you a King, greatest King James moment. I gotta go, Kobe. Um, when Kobe scored 81 against the Toronto Raptors, I didn't think anyone could peak or come close to Wilt. Kobe almost did that if he had. A little bit more time. Quiet could have done that. Kobe Bryant scoring 81 points. That's one of the greatest Kobe mem- <clears throat> moments that I'll forever remember. So, Kobe scoring 81. That's a good one. All right. I remember watching that game. That was just... It was unreal. Like, he just wouldn't miss. He just kept making every single shot. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Uh, okay, I'm going to go for um, greatest World Series... M- Moment, like Ooh. single moment, not a end of the World Series or anything like that. I'm going to go 1981 or 1988. Kirk Gibson, final at bat of Game One. Guy, who, guy who had been hurt so bad that he wasn't even in the lock in the lock or dugout for most of the game. He was getting physical therapy somewhere else in the stadium during the game, and then comes in as a pinch hitter, hits a home run off the greatest closer of that era. Dennis Eckersley. Mm-hmm. Took that slider and just he was just sitting on that slider and then and then took it out and then of course you've got and just uh, one of the greatest bases. calls yeah and then one of the greatest calls by, by one Scully. of the greatest ever mm-hmm. yep wow James with like you're, you're getting you got two for one on on these 
uh, with Gibson, these man. these great moments and, and great calls. I, I love it. I do too. Absolutely love it. All right, oh, you got one more. I got one more. I'm gonna go the the, the greatest baseball player ever, the Bambino. Really? Babe Ruth, also the greatest hot dog eater maybe ever. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, if the Nathan's hot dog eating contest was open, but back then. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought you were gonna give a little twist. Like, sure, well, go, go back to the hot. I was just gotcha. an homage to, to uh, <laughs> Brendan's, hot, Brendan's hot dog thing. So, uh, so I, I go with Babe Ruth. Uh, All right. Uh, so I had to uh, had a debate this, but honestly, this was way too easy for me since this involves one of my teams. <clears throat> I could have gone the helm greatest Super Bowl moments of all time. There's a lot. I, I realize that. There is a ton. I could have gone the helmet catch against the Patriots, the Giants helmet catch. I could have done that one. I could have done the Patriots coming back against the Falcons when they the whole second half. But this one was way too easy. I'm going with um, fourth quarter comeback. Throwing it to San Antonio Holmes in the corner. Steelers win their sixth Super Bowl in Arizona. They still show that moment as if that is the greatest moment in Steelers history because we haven't been back since the Packers. Since we lost to the Packers, which still stings. But, yeah, I got to go with San Antonio Holmes catching it on the end, end for the touchdown at the corner. So, sorry. But, yeah, I'm going with that one. That's one of the greatest moments. All right, my my final two picks. Um, uh, I, I think you know. I, I maybe it's just because we're in baseball season, so it's it's currency bias that I am uh, kind of on that trainer. My my mind is on baseball, um, but I'm going to give two here that are baseball related, and the the last one uh, is uh, a good combination and, and a good homage to to this category. So the first one is going to be the greatest sports movie of all time. And for me, for me, I know that our, our voters disagreed and for them it was remember the Titans. But for me, the greatest sports movie of all time is major league. Um, it, it, it is one that I watch before the start of every single baseball season, uh, despite it being the Cleveland Indians. Um, uh, it's still a great one. You have got fantastic performances by everybody in there. It is utterly quotable. So such a quotable movie. Great moments, um, and just I have fond memories of watching it with my dad. Uh, and so for me, that that's my number nine pick. And then my my number ten pick. Uh, since we have been talking about goats. It would only be appropriate to bring up the 2016 Chicago Cubs breaking the curse of the Billy Goat and winning the World Series. Uh, so that, despite me being a White Sox fan, I know on that night I was certainly a Chicago Cubs fan rooting for that to happen and was very happy when it did. So uh, for me, closing out uh, my draft at number 10 is the Cubs breaking the Billy Goat curse. I like that. I like the last one, the Cubs one. I remember watching that one. I thought that was the greatest thing ever, just to see him win it. I I, I watched it in the in the Record Eagle offices. <laughs> I would assume so. Uh, um, man, you movies, any all of that. Um, I got it. This will be my last pick. No, this is my last pick. 
Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> it's fitting that, honestly, since we've all talked about our perspective teams, you mentioned White Sox, you mentioned Pistons. I got to go. I mean, I'm wearing my Lakers shirt here just because Lakers won yesterday. I got to circle back. I'm ending it with the Lakers. Greatest of all time. Now, there's a lot. I could have gone Shaq. could have gone Wilt. I could have gone anyone. But this person, I mean, honestly, he's, you have Michael Jordan. I got to go. Greatest basketball player of all time. I got to go Kobe Bean Bryant. So that's mine. I'm ending it with that one. Kobe Bean Bryant. Is he the is he the greatest Laker of all time? And he's the greatest Laker of all time. Next to Shaq. Next to Shaq. Even even above uh, Irving Magic Johnson. Again, it's what I was able to witness. I'm basing it off okay. of what I was able to witness. Gotcha. Because that's gotcha. how I have right. to base it off of. Because I wasn't there for Michael Jordan. I was never alive to watch him play. I was never alive to watch Wilt play or Jerry West or Magic Johnson, Kareem. If I was, that would be way too easy. But no, I was alive to watch Kobe. So that's my pick. All right. And James, you will end uh, the GOAT draft right here with your final pick. Mr. Irrelevant GOAT. There we go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the greatest performance by a, a sports person in one of the Comedy Central roasts. Oh, go with, oh, with Peyton right. Manning. Oh, yeah. Peyton Manning was Peyton fantastic. Manning when he was on the roast. Uh it was it was great. That was 2016. It was the roast of of Rob Lowe. If people haven't seen it, there's a lot of blue comedy in there. Uh, so I'll, I'll warn you that uh, that's the way those roasts go. But and Peyton Manning had some really good ones. He was the target of some good ones. I think it was Nikki Glaser that got him with the one where she said, "You're the Tom Brady of commercials." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he nailed Pete Davidson with such a great one that that. I can actually repeat on here, um, oh. where he, he said he'd have he had just meet met Pete Davidson that day, and he's like, I, "Don't give up, kid. Whatever disease it is you have, you can beat it." <laughs> yeah, Peyton Manning is. I mean, you could also make him the goat athlete SNL host. SNL host. His, I was going to say his SNL uh, legendary. Uh, episode was iconic mm-hmm. yeah so good travis kelsey's this was pretty a, good though too yeah but, i was gonna say yeah. that's up there just recently yeah Surprisingly. yeah uh this was a fun draft guys i loved this I, man i i really i i never thought that i would have a list of all beef hot dog happy gilmore pete weber barry bonds michael jordan wayne gretzky you can put it on the board yes 2005 chicago white Sox, the movie major league and the cubs breaking the curse of the billy goat that's my list so, which is, which is a wild and and very random list. So, mm-hmm. I, I would. Like, right. I'd like to see a party that had Ric Flair, Mike Tyson, Babe Ruth, and Muhammad Ali all <laughs> the same party. You know, Mike Tyson at that party, though. Right. Only you, know. you can only come if he has a tiger. Yeah, he's got to bring the tiger. Got to bring the tiger after his face tattoo. All right. Uh, well. Um, guys like i said that was awesome uh a bunch of fun and surprisingly successful i feel like uh we went 10 rounds so we had 30 picks out there um and uh yeah we'll do we'll move we'll do more drafts like this in the future when uh, we can't get a guest on i'll just uh, i'll just think of random categories and we'll uh we'll do these these drafts so awesome. i know eventually toward toward the end of the the season we'll be drafting uh locally we'll do the 
uh, softball and baseball drafts of our local athletes. Um, I just want a little more time uh, on that to give these players a little more time to perform. Um, so, all right, well, with that, let's move on to the Get Around Hall of Fame and our Athlete of the Week nominations. Uh, I'll get us started uh, and nominate uh, Gaylord St. Mary's Dylan Croft, uh, who threw a no-hitter in uh, his head coach Matt Nowicki's 300th career win. Uh, and then he went three for three with four RBI and three runs scored in win number 300 during a doubleheader sweep of Harbor Light Christian. So Garrett St. Mary's Dylan Croft is my nominee for the Get Around Hall of Fame. James, your nominee. I'm going to go with uh, Megan Lang from Forest Area. Uh, she she finished third in her event, but still kind of was the winner of the uh, the Buckley Track and Field Invitational on Friday. I mean, she won... Uh, she won the, the challenge that Don Ricketts, the, the former record holder in the mile, had set up um, for anybody who could beat her mile time. And uh, so for that, she gets – right now they're still raising money for it, but I think it's over $5,500 right now, which will wow. she's hoping will help her complete to paying off her, uh, her cosmetology school. Nice. And, you know, be able to go into the real world with not much or any debt, really, so – uh, you know, big winner there, and you know, coming back from—I mean, two years ago, she almost died in a car accident. So, yeah. and to come back from that, set the the mile record, which is the seventh that she holds in track at Forest Area. She ha- she holds the cross country wow. record. She holds a cross country record, and then she holds the records in the 400, 800, and 1600, and three of the relays. Jeez. At Forest Area. Awesome. What an accomplishment! I mean, I know, I I, I know who I'll be voting for. Uh, Jordan. Yeah, same. But uh, let's go ahead and throw this out there. Uh, Kingsley, Adeline Towns. She went two against Cadillac. She had herself a game. Um, this is her first season in varsity. She went two for two and with an RBI in the first game. And in the second game, she went four for four with her first varsity home run. Uh, two doubles and five RBIs. What a stat line. But, yeah, that's mine. All right. Uh, this is an easy vote for me. I will I will vote for Forest Area's Megan Lang uh, coming back from a car crash. If you haven't read about it, uh, if you haven't read James's story, if you haven't read our, our previous coverage, um, or her her comeback has been uh, nothing short of miraculous. Seriously, uh, it's the type of thing that you'd write that you write a movie about. Uh, you write a book about. Um, it, it's that incredible. It's it's it is a goosebumps. And not like the R.L. Stein goosebumps, um, but it, it, it'll it'll give you chills in, in the best possible way. Uh, so I, I vote for Megan Lang. You guys? Yep, same, easy. I'm good with that. Good with that. All right, congratulations to Forest Area's Megan Lang. You are the latest inductee in the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in Northern Michigan. All right, uh, finish off the story or the uh, episode episode 249 uh, with our happy endings, things that made us happy inside and outside of sports uh, from the last week. Um, last week has been uh, pretty tough. So um, I, I will, I'll say this um, after uh, losing my, my dog uh, and my best friend and my soulmate and the love of my life uh, last Thursday, um, well, actually, even before that, August, um, April 6th uh, was when she passed away. Uh, it has been, it, it hasn't been very happy. 
Um, but I will say that I am uh, grateful for my family, uh, uh, my friends, my coworkers, uh, for their support uh, through this loss, uh, and also thankful and grateful uh, for my dog Saint, uh, who has been uh, a good source of comfort and affection uh, and love. So uh, that's really all I've uh, been paying attention to. I haven't paid much attention to, to sports uh, for the last week. Um, been trying to get my head right and, and find myself uh, back to uh, to being okay. And I know I never will be after this loss, but uh, I, I am grateful and, and happy for uh, the people and, and pets in my life still. So that is my little speech, and I'll leave it to you guys. <clears throat> you want me to go or you can go? Okay. I, I got something ready, but you go ahead. You can go ahead and ring the bell. I've been wearing this just because, I mean, we're back in the playoffs. We started 2-10 and 10 in the regular season, and we beat the Memphis Grizzlies to go up 1-0 in the series. What, what, team, what team is that? The Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. <clears throat> we're up 1-0 on the series, and that was a big win, and I couldn't be even happier. Give it to the man of the Ozarks, Austin Reeves. Thank you. How are yours? Uh, I, I got to go outside and cover something. <laughs> it, it was, it was kind of cool. I got sunburned on Friday covering that track meet. Nice. Uh, I remembered to bring sunscreen on Saturday when I took pictures at St. Francis baseball. Uh, so it didn't get too bad, but, uh, yeah. How was it? There was a couple of kids at that track meet that were really sunburned. Ooh. <laughs> Gotta bring the sunscreen. <laughs> Cannot forget about that. Can't forget about that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was just nice. And last week was just gorgeous weather-wise. Oh, it was so great. Oh, my goodness. This week has not started out as great. Nope. Nope. No, it has not. I've learned to <laughs> not adapt to the weather. I've learned, like, if it's sun out, if there's sun out, don't get too comfortable. I've learned yeah. that. I've learned that not, very quickly. <laughs> not here in the in the Midwest, and especially northern Michigan. No, so don't get too comfortable can, with the sun. It, it's going to be it gone. Can change. It can change on a dime. All right. Uh, anything else, boys, or shall I wrap up the show? Um, as far as, I mean, are we, the doing, only... the, we doing the non-sports one? Oh, yeah, go for it. I got one. Okay. Yeah, go, on, go for it. Uh, well, I'm going to be in your neck of the woods, Brendan. I am going to see the Chicago Cubs versus the Los Angeles Dodgers this Sunday. It's my first time ever at Wrigley Field. It's on the bucket list of baseball fields, baseball stadiums I've always wanted to go to. And I'm very excited to do that. So it's the only time I get to see the Dodgers because they don't come out here that often. So uh, it's wild, man. It is wild, and it is so exciting. Very, com- very compact. I bet. Uh, if if you're worried about claustrophobia at all, or being too close to people, um, if you take the L, uh, don't try to park near Wrigley. Nah, I, what I was that. gonna do. I, nah, I wasn't. I have a buddy that lives in downtown Chicago, so I was gonna message him and see what the best place is. Yeah, park park there. Take the red line uh to to wrigley and that that's that's your best bet um awesome thank you i'm so excited uh and then when when you're down there uh, a good bar to go to yes. uh after yes. uh, after the game uh if, if you're into it at all but it's a nice little uh, place called kingston mines uh they'll have uh good music good food good drinks um it's it's my it's my favorite bar in chicago and it's on the north side where's the best pizza spot 
the best pizza spot. Oh man. Like when you're, when you're downtown Chicago, you, you can go to the original Lou Malnati's, okay. uh, you can go to Giordano's. Um, it depends on, it depends on what you're looking for. Okay. There's, you're really not going to find a bad slice of pizza. In That's what I've been Chicago. told. I have been told you're that just, you're just, you can, you can go any, you can That's go anywhere. Cool. So awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. So that's mine. I'm, I'm thrilled. Okay. Enjoy. Thank cool. you. Enjoy. Apparently I really left that when I went to Wrigley because I just parked in one of the neighborhoods and found a spot and walked to the stadium. <laughs> yeah. His face, his face. <laughs> yeah. Dude, his face. Yeah. You're, you're very lucky. Cause like, and did I did not get I robbed. I don't even like, I, I don't even like walking uh, during the, during a Cubs game. It gets, it gets wild. And especially with how much fun this team has been so far this season. They're good. They, they, uh, they, they beat the Dodgers already this weekend. Cub, Cubs fans are, are getting a little rowdy. They're excited so. for their Cubs, man. Cody Bellinger right, has been right. the best thing for them. All right, James, uh, your favorite thing outside of sports. Oh, well, um, things are kind of back to normal in our family, too, after uh, Cena was kind of out of things for about a week with COVID. And, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't bad or anything like that, but, you know, we had to kind of like try to live in other, in different levels of the house, mm-hmm. sort of, and, and things like that. So and luckily I never got it, which is good. Nice. But, uh, and then she got over it. We, we missed our family Easter because of it, but, you know, we're going to, we're going to do like a, we're going to do a big family thing for Mother's Day to kind of make up for not really having Easter, you know, they they awesome. did have they did have Easter, but like the whole family wasn't there. Like, like, yeah. Was... Awesome. All right. Well, very good. Uh, well, thank you both for, for another fine episode of the Get Around. Thank you to our Audible viewers. Thank you to Jimmy Johns for continuing to sponsor this show. Uh, this has been episode two hundred and forty nine of the Get Around podcast. I've been your host, Brendan Queeley. Alongside me again were James Cook and Jordan Puente. My thanks to them uh, and my thanks to everyone. And make sure you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. And with that, episode 249 of The Get Around is in the books. <laughs> <laughs>